Welcome to Behind the Scenes with Brian, the podcast covering everything from engineering, mining, and mine waste management to whatever else may be on our minds. Pop in your headphones and don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. And now, here is your host, Brian Ulrich. Hey everyone, this is Brian. This is Behind the Scenes with Brian, and today I am joined by Jim Wickens. Jim, how are you? You know, I'm very good, Brian. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're recording this in what feels like the final phase of the pandemic, and hopefully that hasn't the pandemic hasn't negatively affected you or your family or your work too much. You know, fortunately, um, you know, my I've had family who you know had COVID, but, you know, just nothing more than a serious flu and, and everyone's got over it. So, um, you know, thankfully we weren't impacted. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. Same here. Same here. And so Jim, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. Well, I'm a, a mining and mineral process engineer. I uh, did my education in Canada at the University of British Columbia uh, way back in the 80s. Um, you know, it doesn't seem like that long ago to me, but yeah. apparently according to my kids, that was some time before fire was invented. So apparently a long time, but-, <laughs> but you, uh, you know, I, I studied just across the, the range from you at the University of Alberta. Okay. I got my master's in the 90s, which is, you know, <laughs> It doesn't feel like that long ago to me either, but yeah, it's, it's uh, similar to what you say. No, um, so I, uh, you know, I worked for um, Placer Dome uh, for yeah. a good part of my career in Canada. Yeah. Um, and then in 95, uh, transferred to Nevada to work at uh, US-based operations. Yeah. And uh, haven't looked back and I live now in Reno um, after several station stops and, and different things along the way. Um, so most of my career has been spent in operations. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, as I, I've got the gray beard now and, uh, and, and have the ability to work for myself, um, my partner, Jeff Woods, and I, uh, we've got Woods Process Services and uh, just consult to uh, the mining industry. You know, I'm a process guy primarily and uh, you know do a lot of uh, due diligence type work uh, technical studies a um, little bit of uh, maybe construction support and and commissioning uh, so that's what I do you know what uh, small companies that offer that type of work I know are in pretty great demand and we're losing quite a few people out of the the you know, sole, sole proprietor type of metallurgists so Hopefully the listeners will remember this and remember who to contact. Yeah, you know, there's some specialists out there that are getting pretty long in the tooth and they'd like to hang up uh, the skates but can't. So, you know, there'd be uh, some of us uh, sort of junior consultants are going to have to come up to speed quick and, and fill their shoes. Um, but even then, looking longer, right, we've We've got such a gap between, you know, folks with my experience and, and say, you know, the, the younger engineers now with 10 or, or less yeah. Um, yeah. years of experience. Yeah, right, right, very much so. 
Yeah. So what uh, what tends to keep you the busiest these days, Jim? Just a number of clients with uh, you know wide range of of work for us to to help them with. Yeah, I know, um, I know there's there's plenty of work in Nevada, but do you work outside of Nevada as well? Yes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Preferably, you know, it's, uh, these days I like to try and stay close to home. Um, yeah. And fortunately, with the work that's being done in Nevada, it allows me to do that so far. I did spend, uh, you know, the better part of last year, the end of last year, up in Canada on a commissioning job. But, you know, it's, it's within driving distance. And if I don't have to fly, I sure don't want to these days. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, good for you. Good for you. It's uh, nice to stay around the home when you can. I, I'm going to be in a position pretty soon where I don't have that luxury because planes are going to start flying here pretty soon, and I'm going to be here, there, and everywhere. But it's, it's yeah, uh, you know, this this phase of the pandemic has been really nice to be able to stay home so much more and and just work remotely. Yeah, you know, sort of being the old school guy, right? Uh, it's really forced uh, forced me, right, to get in touch with technology and have <laughs> meetings like the one we're doing right now. Right. Um, and they, they, it's a valuable tool. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I still think it's better to have FaceTime. Um, you know, you, half the time people, you know, turn off the video. So all you see is a little circle with their initials, right? Um, you never know, you know, communication is so much more than just the words that are being spoken, right? It's body language and, and things. So, you know, I prefer being able to be face to face for sure. Yeah. I, uh, not that long ago, I was on a 10 day long zoom meeting with a client and those are painful. I mean, a, a few hours is painful, but 10 days in a row. Oh man. Seriously painful. That's a marathon. Yeah, no kidding. A marathon sitting down, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Jim, is, is there any uh, thing in the metallurgy world that's new and different and exciting, or, or is the industry going one way or another? You know, from the process side of things, our challenge are, challenges are really uh, coming up with uh, processes that can handle lower grades, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. Bigger tonnages. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the whole carbon footprint uh, side of, of what we have to roll into the business now is, you know, forcing us to uh, try to be more efficient, obviously, with the power that uh, we need to, to extract the metals from the ore. Um, you know, to that end, I, I think we're going to see a lot more use of the high pressure grinding roll technology in the combination mm -hmm. side. Um, you know, I, I think that you'll see a lot of companies, you know, my focus has been mostly gold, but uh, you'll see a lot of companies pooling resources, I think, to handle concentrates that are produced um, in the gold sector. You know, a lot of these properties just don't have the grade or the uh, number of ounces to, you know, justify the refractory processes like yeah. pressure oxidation yeah. and, and roasting and, and stuff like that. So that's, you know, just my thoughts. I, you know, I'm pretty small fish in a big pond. So 
Yeah. You have to rely on on the big dogs to to do that, but yeah, you know those challenges are there, and then that's what we're faced with. Yeah, in other parts of in other parts of the world, not necessarily Nevada, I've come across uh, places that do ore sorting. So they've got mechanical ore sorters, and it's a, oftentimes it's just based on color. If you're blessed with the ore body that this color is good and this color is bad. That probably yeah. isn't common in Nevada, though, is it? It's not common by any stretch. Uh, there is an operation in Nevada that uses ore sorting. Um, the, the Premier Silica guys, uh, mm. they're primarily magnesium. So they have a, the type of ore that they can utilize an ore sorting machine. Yeah. Um, you know, I think diamonds, you know, the diamond is, industry has used that. Uh, quite a bit so you know it, there's talk about it but I haven't seen you know of anything I've been um, involved with an yeah, application yeah. for it yet yeah it'd be interesting and obviously it's just because you were talking about the lower grades that are coming in if you could knock out just a little bit of the waste or the low low grade stuff or, or even lower grade when it comes in yeah you know I was uh, at SME last week uh, we had a panel discussion um, in the combination and, and plant design uh, combined session. And, uh, you know, one of the panelists made a very interesting comment, right? He, he uh, basically said, uh, grades are so low now that uh, we really should classify ourselves as, as not uh, ore processors. We're really waste processors yeah. <laughs> uh, with a little bit of ore. Yeah. And and so the ability to segregate that waste up front is is absolutely something that that's on the mind, right? How do we do that? And uh, you know, it's a challenge. I think worth taking up for sure. Yeah. So I wasn't able to go to SME this time. I decided not to go, but I hope there was a good turnout. And it sounded like it probably was. What What did you feel like? You know, it was a good turnout. Um, a little over five thousand people, I think. Um, registered at the end of the day and they were hoping for 4,500 so oh, nice. yeah. all in all I, I think a pretty good turnout yeah and, and, and certainly I think for you know myself and, and many others that I've talked to um, it was a really invigorating and um, and you know rewarding meeting just being able to see people in person again yeah and that FaceTime we were talking about yeah right yeah, yeah for sure yeah, so that, that's interesting. SME is always a really interesting place because it, it is a who's who. You run into everybody that you know. I was at uh, AEMA in December, so I decided not to do also uh, SME, but you know, they're, they're both really good conferences. Oh, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. so another really good conference is the MPD annual get-together at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs. And uh, it's one of these places where it's a tight knit group. It's not a very large audience there. I, I don't know if there's even maybe a hundred people that attend something like that. Um, it's it's people that are pretty high up in their organizations. You get lots of vice presidents of outfits and a lot of really good talks. Uh, in addition, there's a lot of social things going on too. The, the, the lunch times and the, the dinners and then there's a, a an awards 
night where there's uh, live entertainment. And it's, it's just a really nice get together. And I've been able to enjoy that several times. And I understand that you've started a similar thing in Nevada. Yeah, no, that's correct. Um, you know, I had the, the privilege to be able to go to the Colorado MPD um, several times, uh, much later in my career and, and you know, kind of as a, a senior person on the, on the team. Yeah. You know, the, the Broadmoor is special, right? The, the venue is just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, but uh, the group that we started is, is basically, um, you know, uh, kind of a mirror image of the Colorado MPD. We call it Nevada MPD. We hold it in Reno. Um, it's the, the weekend before Labor Day weekend. And so kind of the first rule of engineering, right, is is uh, adopt good ideas that are out there. And, oh, yeah. uh, and you know, the Colorado MPD, uh, the CMP, Canadian Mineral Processors in Canada, um, you know, those, those uh, annual meetings are just fantastic from, you know, the ability to to learn things through, you know, technical presentations that are really focused right on, on your area of, of uh, interest, which, you know, for us processes or the plant side of things, right? Um, you know, it's not like SME where you have to, you know, pick and choose between session rooms because there's just so much going on. At, oh my gosh, they have, they have dozens of presentations. And you always find it's like, well, you have to sacrifice something, right? Whereas, yeah. You know, the Colorado MPD, um, the CMP and, and our uh, function, there's just, you know, a schedule of talks. And the only decision you have to make is if you want to stay and listen to that one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the reason we looked at the Nevada MPD is, you know, having such a good opportunity is your average meddler just, you know, working at a gold mine in, Nevada is not they're they're not going to get you know the approval to go to the Broadmoor you know it's just not going to happen yeah yeah and that's that's one of the reasons you, I didn't go is that you know you, you can easily spend three thousand dollars and and maybe even more counting airfares so it's it's uh, spending yeah and and like you had said the the crowd at Colorado MPD tends to be more of you know the senior senior managers in, in mining companies and, and not necessarily the operations folks who, you know, our group, when we put this together, really felt that we needed to have a, a forum where the operators can uh, could present what they're doing at the sites. Because there's a lot of good engineering happening every day. Yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. Yeah, so we are very focused on um, operations and undergraduates. So the other kind of focus we have with Nevada MPD is reconnecting industry with students. You know, we talked about the gap, you know, of, of kids coming in. And frankly, the, the best people to recruit, you know, kids that come to our industry are the new kids in the industry, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, this gives them the opportunity to you know, uh, rub elbows with older folks like myself, uh, grow their network, uh, present, you know, the good things that they're doing at, at their mine sites. And, uh, 
you know, hopefully um, bring, you know, universities kind of back on track with providing a pipeline of engineers coming into the industry. Uh, so many, you know, so many universities now are just focused on grad programs. Mm. And uh, it seems like there's been a, a shift away from, you know, a responsibility of the universities to, to supply that pipeline, right? Um, to the industry needs to support us to do research. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, that is important, um, but we need, you know, good engineers and the mindsets to keep our industry viable and, and thriving, right? So that's kind of what we're about with Nevada MPD. We, we're going into our fourth uh, annual meeting this year, this August. And, uh, you know, we, we had 150 people last year. Oh, and uh, we'll, we'll likely have that number again. It, we kind of decided that would be our, our sweet spot in terms of uh, attendance. So, um, you know, this year it will be first come first serve. <laughs> Once we had 150, you might be out of luck. Uh, yeah. coming in attending but interesting yeah you uh, we mentioned the broadmoor briefly and it looks much different than it did when i was a youngster that's where i learned how to figure skate and then later on uh, play ice hockey but back in the day they also had a rodeo arena and they had little britches rodeo there oh wow yeah but so so i was talking about some of the social things that uh, at MPD and, and the Broadmoor, you must have some kind of similarities there too. Yeah, very much. Um, you know, we we added last year for the first year a short course, um, and last year was on comminution. This year it will be on uh, the practical application of of slurry pumps, some some piping. Oh, okay. um, you know, we're trying to target these short courses from a practical, again, operations perspective, you know, you, you learn fluids, right? In engineering yeah. and, and all those things, uh, but applying that in the real world, right? Is, uh, is something you have to learn. And uh, we've got, you know, a good knowledge out there in the industry that we can share with the younger engineers. Um, you know, just as a consultant, you know, you go into some plants and you, you know that whoever designed this had never really worked in a plant before, but um, we do that on the Wednesday and then uh, Thursday, well, sorry, we do that on Thursday and then Thursday night, we kick the annual meeting off with an icebreaker function um, where you can get registered, um, have some drinks, just, uh, you know, mix with uh, the folks who are coming in and, and getting started. Um, and then, we have technical presentations all day Friday and half a day on Saturday. So just kind of yeah, like the Broadmoor, we yeah, we yeah. have consciously decided not to try and cram too many presentations into the program. So, you know, we, we have a little bit more time uh, during the days for uh, breaks and, and time to, you know, get a drink, grab a cup of coffee, uh, talk to some folks, that kind of thing. Um, our, our luncheon event, um, so that's a kind of a special event. I always try and schedule something different. So uh, two years ago, we had a, the author of The Bonanza King, Gregory Crouch, oh, very uh, cool. give a talk on his book. And for the audience out there, if you've never read that book, 
It's fantastic. Um, Gregory Crouch uh, writes it kind of like a novel, but obviously well-researched and, and uh, a great deal of history in there. And it's basically the story of John Mackey, um, which is, you know, the true rags to riches American story. Um, so highly recommend that book, but he gave a very entertaining talk. Um, you know, last year we had um, one of our uh, Nevada State Assembly women, uh, Alexis Hansen. She gave us a talk about, you know, what's going on in the legislature and, and specifically the new mining tax that uh, being that's being levied against mining in, in Nevada. Um, this year we have uh, the president of, of SME, Ron Parrott. Um, you know, and, and we really want to start talking to our younger engineers about, you know, the value of being, you know, an SME member and being active in the SME. And, you know, one of the things I always tell young people, right, are it's uh, the people in our industry are your resources, right? They, your extended family. You know, when, when things go south, who are you going to call, right? And, and uh, you know, just uh, having been in the industry for so long and, you know, it, it's just, uh, you know, you crater your crusher, you know who to call. It's like, mm. you know, they might not be the person, but they know who the person is. And oh, it's like are. two degrees of freedom removed. It, yeah. You can almost always get what you need within a couple people. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, Friday night. We do our awards dinner. We only have one award. We call it the Lifetime Achievement Award. Wow. And our focus are kind of on the unsung heroes, you know, people who haven't maybe been uh, recognized at a national SME level, um, you know, more operator-based folks. Uh, and, uh, you know, someone who's really made a contribution to mineral processing in Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, the other social events uh, we have on the docket for this year, our, so Saturday, we wind up about noon uh, with our technical presentations. And then uh, we give out our student speaker awards and our, our best presentation award winner for the for the conference. Mm -hmm. uh, but then we have a golf tournament. And, and this year, we've added in kayaking. Um, a couple of the on. members who don't golf decided that uh, need to offer an alternative uh, activity for people to to join in on so is that on the river or where, where do you kayak up they're doing it up at lake tahoe oh okay yeah yeah so they're, they're, so it's like dang that would be kind of fun but i really like golfing too I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i have uh kayaked at lake tahoe and it's really nice yeah. yeah so it sounds like a lot of fun that that they'll have um yeah, other, other than that, um, you know, I can say the, the last, you know, several years, well, since the beginning, we've had excellent technical programs. Um, we get tons and tons of compliments from, from folks in terms of uh, the content and, and the, the event. And Yeah. So how do you find your speakers? Do you reach out to people personally or do you just put out a, like a call for papers? No, we... We don't have an open call for papers. Um, we rely on our network again to 
go out and, and locate, uh, you know, good people and good topics. Mm. Um, so, you know, in doing that, you know, we, we are very conscious of, uh, you know, not having, you know, non-applicable um, academic or, or vendor papers presentations. And, you know, we really want to keep the focus again on operations. So, yeah. you know, with, with the number of operations here in Nevada and the region, you know, and, and we are branching out beyond Nevada. Um, you know, this year we have a, a presentation from the Soledad Mountain uh, process metallurgist there. Um, yeah, we've got uh, a presentation from uh, the Integra Delamar guys up in Idaho and uh, one from Pogo in Alaska along with, you know, Nevada gold mines and, and Kinross Round Mountain here. Um, so yeah, really good, well-rounded uh, program. Yeah, and then, and then for the students, do you reach out to the professors at UNR or how do you find them? Well, we do, so, um, but it's more than just UNR. So what we do is we have three, three spots allocated for undergraduate students uh, to, yeah. to give presentations. And, uh, you know, we pay for the travel and, and living expenses. Those students are coming from out of town. So, you know, the first couple of years, it was all UNR students. Mm -hmm. you know, as, as we grow, we were able to branch out. So yeah. last year we had uh, a student from UNR. We had a student from South Dakota mm -hmm. and a student from uh, Colorado School of Mines were our undergrad student speakers. That, um, it must be a rarity to me that an undergraduate student would have something that's presentable. That's probably not the right word, but, but you know, appealing for a presentation. No, you'd be surprised. So most of these students are uh, students who, you know, interned at a mine somewhere. Uh, um, I think all three interned in Nevada last year. Yeah. And, and most interns have to, at the end of the summer, do a presentation mm. uh, to management on what they did that summer. And so it's actually pretty oh. easy for them just to pull that out and, oh, okay. and come and talk. You know, for us, it's less about, you know, the content of the presentation. It's more about, you know, bringing these students into the... Uh, the fraternity or brotherhood yeah, or sister, right. whatever you want to call it these days yeah. of mineral processing. You know, um, mining is a really small industry, right? You know, it, for sure, for sure. you know, we all seem to know each other and, uh, but you, you boil that down into mineral processing and it's even a closer tight knit group of people. So, yeah. you know, bringing, this is kind of something I stole from Canada, you know, the Canadian mineral processors, I, I think I went, as a uh, first year engineering student, well, first year mining student to uh, the CMP. And I mean, you're just pulled right into the industry, right, as a, a student. And that's what we're trying to replicate replicate there. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, Jim, if somebody wanted to um, look up your MPD and try to register for it, where would they go? They would go to NV mpd.com oh easy yeah um so we haven't quite opened registration yet but mm -hmm. you, it's it's almost done um the website you know updated for this year 
Um, but you know, anyone can go now and have a look and check it out. Um, you can see who our lifetime achievement award winner this year is. It's a fellow by the name of Mike Gleason. Um, yeah, I don't know if you know Mike, but he's one of those guys that's you know been in the industry for forever and done a lot of work in Nevada. Um, yeah. Been a mentor to many of us. Mm. Um, but yeah, you'll be able to see we have a preliminary list of speakers in there, uh, the program, how it's set up, um, and just you know basically how you would start registering. There's there's a link to the hotel. Uh, so we do it at the El Dorado uh, Resort and Casino in downtown Reno. Yeah. Um, but yeah, come check us out, nvmpd.com. Yeah, it's a really easy uh, web address. So other than the things that you've explained that are differences between Colorado and Nevada NPD, the, the one thing that I think is different is there's nobody at your conference telling off-color jokes. And there's 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 one character, <laughs> a legend of the mining industry that that does that uh, at least once every year, the Colorado one. Yeah, um, you know um, we haven't been able to get that fell out in Nevada, and I need to do that. Um, you know, I I don't think we have a, a formal off-color joke program, but okay. I would guess that as people are mixing and and having drinks or maybe a few that get told more more in private yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I, I think lynn is the only one that could ever get away with telling those kind of jokes in an audience like that exactly yeah well jim it's been great catching up with you and finding out uh, more about you and your your uh, company and you tell me again the name of your company so i'll I'm uh, my partner Jeff Woods and I have Woods Process Services. Woods Process Services. Okay, good, good. And yep. uh, yeah, no, this has been really good. And I did before we part ways. Did you have any key takeaways or pearls of wisdom you could drop on us? Well, you know, I I think you know we've been talking about NVMPD, and uh, you know I would just say that. Uh, you know, if there's a will out there, right, you can make a difference. And, yeah. uh, you know, so, you know, the team and, and I have uh, put together, you know, this very successful annual meeting. Uh, we've been able to raise money uh, to support students through scholarships. Um, but we're also, you know, using, you know, our funds and our industry contacts to, you know, help out the universities in terms mm -hmm. of yeah. you know needed equipment and, and that kind well, of thing. Very cool. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the pros at UNR, you know, said, man, I, I've got this spiral classifier, but I don't have a pump for it. And uh, it's like, well, have you talked to these guys? Well, I haven't mm -hmm. talked to anybody. Yeah. So last week I just went by, you know, one of the booths, I talked to the guys and they're like, yeah, we'll help you out. <laughs> um, cool. You know, cool. it, you know, he's like, I think we even have one that would give to you. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's not always about the money where we can help. Um, you know, there's, there's other ways that we can help uh, the universities. Um, you know, I think one of the big initiatives that we'll be going after is really helping uh, the university re recruit kids into the program. 
And so we've got a number of uh, great ideas that we're working on to um, provide a, a recruiting uh, mechanism for you know new college kids. Um, and then also we'll be looking at branching out to the high schools probably in the next few years. You know, you got I think we start at the university where yeah. you know so many kids like myself, right? You go to university, you think you're going to do one thing, but you don't know about mining. Right. Then you get, right. you know, you start learning that holy, holy moly's, you know, there's uh these mining engineers aren't just a bunch of knuckle draggers. There's yeah. there's a lot of high technology and and good you know, applied engineering that has to be done, whether it's in the mine or, or in the mill or, you know, in these days, uh, tailing deposition and, and water treatment and, and all those things require a high level of engineering as well. Yeah. So, you know, once kids find out that, uh, holy, you know, here's mining. Most mining programs have a plethora of scholarships, right? That, mm -hmm. you know, geez, I won't have to have a, a massive student loan when I graduate. I get to work as an intern in the industry that I've, I'm going to go into, right? Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I know some of the mechanical engineering guys who'd work at McDonald's uh, and stuff like that during the summers. And here right. I am up at, up at Quintet Coal in Northern BC, um, making super money and, and getting to, to know what I'd be doing in real life, right? Um, and so, you know, I, I think there's a great opportunity to attract kids. We just got to get the word out. Um, cause there's opportunity, right? There's, there's so much opportunity in our industry. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that's, that's great. And it's really great that you're doing this for, um, the operators, but also the students. I think that's really good. And like you say, you know, that we got to get that next generation coming in. Well, you know, as, as an industry, we're going to have to help uh you know the education system help us yeah that's how i look at it yeah for sure for sure no i, I think that's great and jim we've covered a lot of material I, I know you're a busy guy and i'm not gonna hold you up any longer but i really appreciate right. you coming on here and and wish you the best and hope to see you at one of these things one of these days all right well brian i've got your email so you get on our nevada mpd spam list Oh, perfect. Yeah, I look forward yeah. to it. So right. uh, thanks for your time. I appreciate appreciate the opportunity to uh, share our story. Yeah, and thanks for your time, Jim. We'll okay. You All right. Bye -bye. Thanks, Brian. Well, that's it. I'm Brian, and this is Behind the Scenes with Brian. Until next time, keep on rocking.